Greetings and welcome to the Mount Rushmore Podcast. My name is Jeff and I'm joined as always by my good friends Richard. Hello. And Michael. Howdy. Richard and Michael, for many years, I think three or four now, have been debating and deliberating the most ubiquitous aspects of any given topic. And this time, for our fifth year, we're going on five years, they are going to be debating the Mount Rushmore of being sick. Who chose it? I did. Why did you? And, um, well, pretty much the obvious reasons right now. Yeah. Um, fortunately, knock on wood, as of this recording, none of us have, have had to deal with being sick in the very bad way. But, you know, we've all been sick from time to time. And I think we all have different ways that we deal with it. That's great. Very compelling. Investments yeah. that we have to make. Uh, we are very grateful to have staved off <laughs> COVID-19 uh, so far. But uh, who knows? We could have it. And we don't know it because who has been tested? I, sh I sure haven't. Have you? Don't say no. the name of it, by the way. Oh, now, that's so, how you catch it. That's how that's you catch I, it. That, that's like, an email that I got, so I'm assuming <laughs> it's probably true. COVID and Candyman. I'm assuming we're all going to get like a 23andMe sort of like after-the-fact like test in the mail that we all like lick and send back, okay. and then it just sends you like one of two things. It sends you something saying that, oh, you have this, or also you're signed up for like some sort of random house um, drawing yeah. as well. And congrats, so, congrats, yeah. you voted Republican. You, what? <laughs> and you also get 14 oh. CDs for the price of one yeah. from Columbia. <laughs> so Richard chose the topic, so Michael goes first in the Mount Rushmore of being sick. Okay, boys. My um, first choice was uh, one that I thought of immediately when Richard suggested this, and it was the Young Ones episode entitled Sick. Nice. And uh, the episode revolves around the uh, four flatmates all being just totally, completely, and utterly sick. Uh, they're all – It's the, the the episode starts out with them all in their beds just like uh, opening their mouths with these green tongues, just like and coughing and sneezing all over the place. It was this wonderful just gross-out humor episode where um, they're just – snotting and sneezing and fleming on each other and yelling at each other and throwing Molotov cocktails at each other. And uh, at some point, uh, Neil gets really sick. He can't stop sneezing and snot is just shooting everywhere. And they put a garbage bag on his head and they're <laughs> pounding six inch like, like uh, spikes into his head as like a acupuncture. And it's just this, the most amazing version the grossest version of being sick that is done in such a, a ridiculous way and it was um just the very first thing that i thought of and just like the ultimate of um being totally and uh completely and grossly sick in a way that i think we've all felt internally but maybe right. um you know you never see it on tv like that you see a, a little bit of um, ridiculous pop culture sickness but never like people covered in uh, Nickelodeon slime hair sickness. <laughs> yeah, right. even in the, the uh, commercials where somebody's uh, got a cold and it's a mucinex thing or something like that, it's it's a model with a little bit of rouge on their nose or something, <laughs> and their, their hair is a little bit tossled. Yeah. It's, and they stuffed it's, uh, a couple of peas up their nose to make yeah. their sound stuffed up. Uh, it, did, it did feature one of my favorite just um, – uh, lines on the show that I didn't realize until years and years later where um, 
Vivian or, uh, you know, it doesn't matter which one. Uh, uh, it's either Rick or, or, or Neil says, um, I hope Mike, who went out to like the, the chemist, I says, I hope Mike comes back with a cure. And then Vivian Stubbs says, no, no, it's madness this week. And then they just move along because madness plays that week. Their second, their second. Appearance oh, that's great. <laughs> that's but great. I do. I always like when, when the show becomes very, you know, they turn to the camera and there's a wink and a nod to them actually being on a TV show. Yeah. Right. That's always good. That's usually how they got into uh, the musical guest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Richard, you your first choice is what? All right, so my first choice is that hope, is hoping that everyone will just leave me alone so I can sleep and relax. Oh, oh wow. sure. This is when I we, – we all get sick different ways, and whenever we're sick, we kind of deal with it in our own different you know, ways. And for me, it is I want no – I just want to rest. I just want to sleep. I want to wake up at 3 p.m., get up have a grilled cheese sandwich and then go back to bed for another eight hours. This is all I want to do. And invariably this is when the kids want to come in and see how I'm doing. Want to come in and talk to me about whatever they were doing that day. You know, want to do just basic, want to do basic kids stuff. And it's really disappointing to me because at that point, all I care about is myself. Because yeah. we're all, we're all selfish when we get sick. It is like the one time where it's allowed to be basically all about us. And uh, yeah, it's that all I wanted to do is just, is just sleep. That's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, reverting back to being a baby or a kid and just being taken care of. And, and you suddenly you're just, you're just okay with it. You're like, you know what? I am going to sleep in this bed for eight hours and feel gross. And then, get up and have soup and then go right back to bed for another seven hours and be like, nah, I'm sick. What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. I don't even want anyone to baby me necessarily or like, like mm. look after me. I just want solace. I want to, I want to be miserable in my bed and my own, my own pace and time. Basically. You that need is... them to put up the, the quarantine, uh, you know, uh, uh, labels across the door to put up the yeah. whatever whatever that biohazard symbol is that you only see in video games. Yeah. And like if you cross <laughs> it, you know that the zombies inside. That yeah, no, I'm I, when I heard about the, you know, when I first 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 heard about like the whole COVID-19 stuff and that if you got it, you'll be quarantined for 2 weeks, I thought that's not too bad. Yeah. That's not the part of it that really makes me upset is it, the part that makes me upset is not the fact that I'd be alone for two weeks mm-hmm. i'm that just gives me excuse to be alone for two weeks at this point mm-hmm. that is an interesting thing you relate because i would say sadness and sickness are the same for me um i'm fortunate that i have a very sympathetic um spouse who wants to comfort me when something <laughs> makes me sad <laughs> but for the most part i just want her to go away <laughs> you know, don't don't yeah. don't i don't need a hug i don't need, i'll get through it um, I don't want to talk about it at all. I do not want to say the thing. But yeah, when I'm sick, I just like let me alone. Let me <laughs> close let the me door. Let me die in peace. Yeah, let I me am die. dying. Let me die in peace. Yes, answering questions about how I feel. Not, none of that's going to make me feel any better. No. Uh, Winfield, what's your second? Uh, my second choice is Nyquil. The uh, the answer to all life's problems when you're sick. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know when you should take it. I just know that I, if I'm feeling just the the least bit sick, it's like, oh, 
I got to get a shot of NyQuil in me and just go to bed. And yeah. then I got to wake up and take a shot of DayQuil. And you're just on that up, down, up, down, NyQuil, DayQuil. <laughs> Whatever. If anything has quill in it, I'm taking it. <laughs> um, I, it, it, it you do sort of feel a little bit like Johnny Cash being on like mm-hmm. <laughs> down from the amphetamines and then needing the amphetamines to come back up from the drinking. It feels very whenever, similar to that for a few days. Whenever I'm like, I'm sick and I'm like on NyQuil, just taking shot after shot over and over. I think of like that really, that classic, like Chris Rock, um, Robitussin oh, yeah. routine yeah. <laughs> where he's just like, just rub some Tussin on it. And you'll be fine. I think NyQuil has over overtaken Robitussin as like the go-to. I am sick. I have to take this thing that is just going to knock me out. Yeah. And it's one of the things you realize that, oh, yes, the best thing to do, kind of uh, harken back to what Richard just said, the best thing you can do for yourself is just sleep. Mm-hmm. Just go away from society. Go away from your family and just go in your bedroom and just sleep. And then once you sleep, whatever your body does to you just kind of takes over. And I think there's nothing else in NyQuil that really helps you other than just a powerful narcotic. Oh yeah. Well, but man, the it, commercials work on me too. Uh, you, when you just, when you said it, Chris, uh, rock, I thought of also that Chris Farley ad where he drinks a, uh, a thing of dick cool or something. <laughs> that's like our NyQuil. That's about the size of a, a bucket, yes. like a chum bucket on a fishing boat or something like that. It's the same then, for a week. <laughs> yeah. Or he wakes up and he's got a beard and long fingernails. <laughs> Turns into Howard Hughes. Yeah. 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 That's good yeah my second one is pretty similar to that. Um, it's that first night's sleep that you get when you're finally feeling, you know, reasonably better. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a glorious night's sleep that is. Yeah. Oh, that, that one where it's like you're, you're just on the downside of, of feeling like shit. And so you're in bed by like nine o'clock and you sleep for like 15 hours. Hmm. And when you wake up the next morning, that just sort of like that feeling of maybe you're not a hundred percent better yet, but you're feeling all so much better than you were the day before. Oh, it's, it's one of the best feelings. Of course. Yeah. It does have the austerity of, of drinking just plain water when you're absolutely thirsty. It, it tastes so good. <laughs> this simple. Yes. Yes, a nice cold glass of water sometimes is the best thing yeah. you can drink. And that's sort of what that, what that post being sick, like 12, 14 hours sleep that, you know, it is that kind of sleep of the dead sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And when you do come to, it is sort of, you feel rejuvenated. You just feel better. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, a, that's, it's not, it not, doesn't quite justify getting sick in the first place, but you get the idea. Would you say as a parent, and this is open question to both of you, sleep in general is a, is a cure that you do not get to take <laughs> that much? Uh, you, you're always kind of on call and on duty and stuff like that. That's, that's Yeah, the thing I mean, that... there's, a definite, there's a definite through line with my first choices, the first two choices. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone and let me sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and also when I do sleep, let me sleep for about three quarters of the day. Mm-hmm. Is this the Mount Rushmore of Richard Saturday, or is this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ideal Saturdays. That's what exactly what it is. Uh, so, am I right that we're at our halftime? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Okay, okay. So, um, you have been very uh, kind to us by listening to us uh, during this um, time where uh, everything seems to be out trying to get your attention. Um, 
you've got all this stuff on Netflix and all this stuff on Disney Plus and all the streaming and this and that. This, and this episode, I believe, is technically, and our podcast in general is um, one of it's like a it's part of the Tiger King universe, right? It is. It's part of the, the King if you universe, don't yeah. listen to every two all 212 episodes, you won't know what's really happening in Tiger King. So, in Tiger King, yeah. So go well, watch yeah, parts of Tiger I, King. I do own a couple of yeah. I do own a couple of lions and a and a jaguar, but no tiger. (laughs) So it's adjacent, but not quite the same. Uh, The uh, yeah. So so make sure uh, we are broadcasting from the hey hey cool cats and kittens. It's me Jeff Jeff Hopkins Jeff Baskin. Well, I've been calling my wife Jen Baskin for a while. The last name Baskin. Um, so yeah, so uh, but hey, do do us a favor and get in the dialogue with us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and let us know uh, new episode topics you'd like us to discuss because we got nothing but time to record podcasts and I think you have time in your hands too. So we te- would- should we uh, tease next week's? Yeah, what's next week's? Absolutely. Well, I, uh, Mount Rushmore of dragons and then parentheses fictional. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Thanks for clarifying that. We could have so no, no real dragons. Otherwise. No Bruce Lee. None of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's think so about no it. No imagined dragons then? No imagined dragons. Yeah. Oh okay. God, I hope not, but yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. So that's next week. Looking forward to that. All right. So let's get back to it. And Michael Whitfield's going to let us know his third choice. Okay. My third choice is they're sick and then they're faking being sick. Oh, wow. uh, in the fifth grade, I did not do my end of year book report slash project when I was supposed to, um, I guess, do a report on Eli Whitney and the cotton gin slash interchangeable <laughs> parts. And I, it was the night before, and I uh, spent the night sticking my feet out my window, thinking that I would possibly for real get sick. It was May. It was late May or June, and so of course that did not happen. And I was uh, in deep trouble the next day when I went to school, and I had to stand in front of the class and say that um, I didn't do my project, and I got in huge trouble. But the person who did pull it off was Ferris Bueller in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. The, the master. ultimate. The master, the person who I'm sure has led kids down such a false path of thinking that they could get out of being sick by just making their hands slightly clammy and setting up their, you know, home synthesizers and their Rube Goldberg type machine to pull a dummy uh, (laughs) (laughs) and turn them over in bed uh, when the door opens, uh, coupled with like having the two biggest idiot parents in the world. Yeah. Just it. Playing sick is one of the things that everyone uh, has tried, at least in their childhood and in their teenage years. And then you get to being an adult and having to be sick from work. That's why work don't work doesn't call it uh, sick days anymore. They call it paid time off because they realize uh, you can just call in and say, yeah. like, uh, I don't feel great. I'm not coming in today. And for the most part, they're not going to say anything. Yeah. But yeah. Ferris Bueller, the king of pulling one over on the man. Okay, man, Freddy. All right, so my third one is when you were a kid, getting to watch daytime television. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, wow. That was always a thrill for me. 
Um, yeah. You know, your your options basically were whatever what was, was your, on your local, whatever yeah, was, what on was your, your rock local. block. Yeah, we usually had your local PBS station would be doing the quasi educational programming, and maybe you'd get something about a subject you were really interested in. More more often than not, you were avoiding that though. That was like bottom tier. And maybe you watched that at the very beginning of the morning. So your mom thought you were doing something educational and something good for yourself still. Mm -hmm. That way you can just kind of pad the way for the rest of the morning. Um, you know, certainly there were the game shows. I And I was sick a lot when I was a kid. I know we've talked about this on the show before, so I don't need to, I'm not going to rehash this too much, but I was, I was, had asthma and, and upper respiratory issues. So I was sick a lot. And so I watched a lot of Prices Right. I yeah. got to be sure, really good at prices, right? <laughs> yeah, any of the pricing games, I could, I could tell you how much a, a bottle of Clorox cost back in 1987. <laughs> I was all over that shit. So there were the game shows that you could watch. Um, there were the the more of the late afternoon type talk shows. Like when I was a kid, it was was before like Jerry Springer or the Talk or the View or anything like that. You know, it was more like, not to date myself too much, but I, I think like the Michael Douglas, the, 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 the Merv Griffin show was still on, or the Mike Douglas show. Yeah. I feel like those were things that were like, oh yeah, I remember on the air. And it was just like a different vibe for a show. And I remember watching it as a kid and feel like the, feeling like this is how adults probably were like at parties. Yeah. Because you don't know any better. My, my block was, um, it was like, Eight to nine, it was like a back-to-back -back Gilligan's Island. You can get two oh, was that in, in an hour. And then from like nine to ten, you can get a good I Love Lucy slash Andy Griffith in. Yeah. And then at Ooh, ten nice. was the aforementioned Price is Right. That took you to 11. Now you're getting into close to lunchtime, so you have to kind of go have lunch a little bit and whatever and take a nap when you're sick or faux sick. Then after that, it depends. Like I don't remember what my afternoon schedule was like. Were I'm sure. Soap, were there any soap operas involved? Because that was certainly my as a, mid, as a kid, late morning, early afternoon shift. Yeah, as a kid, no. Although I remember, like right around two o'clock is when like the filmation, you know, He-Man. Yeah. Fill in the blank kind of crappy cartoons. He-Man, GI Joe. Two o'clock, three o'clock, those kicked in. But of course, when you're a teenager in your home. You know, the two, three o'clock hours, like Richard Bay, Sally Jesse, you get all the really terrible, <laughs> the, the terrible talk, Jerry Springer, you know, and they all had their, um, just their delicious cavalcade of like monster people that would come on. Yeah. Sally Jesse for a while was doing just like, you know, my son, my daughter is a goth. And that lasted yeah. like three years <laughs> that every every episode was like just that. Maybe it wasn't it was always, Sally Jesse. It wasn't it was Sally Jesse. It was, it, was it was always titled more like, please give my goth daughter a makeover. Yes. <laughs> Three exclamation points. And miserably, the miserable daughters came out. They're dressed in like pink with like chokers and baby doll t-shirts. And they're just yeah. like, this is this is awful. It was either go on like Sally Jesse or go to like a boarding school. And I remember when we got cable, that certainly changed the staying at home and watching TV game. Because suddenly you could watch MTV whenever you wanted. We had mm -hmm. ESPN, so I could watch 
you know, tennis from Milan or, you know, the eighth repeat of Sports Center that day. Mm-hmm. So, so this is, I guess, my my memories of being sick, and that's no different than any other time I watched TV. So it, it really didn't impact that too much. But I think reminders of specific reminders of being sick as a kid come down to the pre-cable sort of days for me. Yeah, me as well. I also, I, you know, you brought up some entertainment options that for me made being sick not as fun because I remember thinking, wow, this is the TV that I get when I'm home. I get to watch a, a black and white I Love Lucy. <laughs> this is right. almost like punishment. <laughs> this is not the the exciting, you know, I, I think reading rereading comic books was probably something I would actually do. We did not have an abundance of food at home when I was a kid. <laughs> so if you're homesick, you were missing school lunch. <laughs> so you didn't really have, it wasn't the lap of luxury. Ah, uh, my Dickensian childhood. Um, so, uh, Michael, what's your fourth and final choice? My last one is just how dumb we are as a country to work through being sick. Just in general, like the amount of people that, like this quarantine thing, we've been around, we've been in quarantine, we've been stay at home, work from home, safer at home, whatever, whatever fits your local uh, county, state. Uh, directive the idea that as americans there is so much going into work when you're sick is so ridiculous and being at home has really like put such a spotlight on the idea of just like oh yeah when you're sick you just go into work and make other people sick which causes this cascade of other people staying home and other people being sick and it's just like I'm so jealous of the people that are so resolute and have the ability to just be like, oh, I'm sick. I'm going to stay home for two to three days versus the person that is like me, like so many others, so dumb about going to work sick, eventually succumbing to being too sick to work, staying home for one day, then going back and being miserable. Like I have someone that works in a cubicle a couple cubicles down for me it's just constantly coughing and it's just like what what is who does this benefit it doesn't benefit me the person that doesn't want to get sick or her the person who is just coughing into their arm all day long like i i don't know i hope this covid19 thing really kind of highlights some of the areas in our specific country that says like oh yeah we're we're doing things a terrible way and you can get work done from home and just, just be home and be sick and don't bring it back into the office. And like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just been wild to be like, Oh yeah. Our, our, the, the ideal, like the American work ethic of like, well, got to work through it. It's so dumb to get like two weeks of potentially being sick on vacation. It's either the person is going to come in and be miserable when they're sick or they're going to stay away for a day uh, and you have to, I guess it depends on what kind of a person that person is. What, what peeves me is that person who is skipping around, uh, showing off their new iPhone, uh, chatting up everybody. They work through lunch. They're having a great day. They, they had a um, Mexican for lunch and maybe a shot of tequila. They come back. They're, um, 
eating birthday cake at the 2 p.m. B- birthday party <laughs> celebration. Then at 4.30. <laughs> oh, man, I'm feeling really worn out. <laughs> Come on, dude. You didn't just all of a sudden become sick. You all of a sudden remembered you're going to call in sick tomorrow. So you're laying the foundation for it at 4.30. Right, let's, let's, let's figure out the quick Mount Rushmore of fake excuses that could get you out of going to work. One oh, yeah. is definitely, Richard, you and I, I haven't done this yet, but I it's in my back pocket. Uh, my kid's sick. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not even I'm sick. It's like, what am I gonna do? The kid's sick. Kid's sick. Yep. Yeah. I gotta stay home. I gotta, I gotta stay home. And I've legitimately done that, but not like I haven't I haven't done like the fake one. Mm, um, you will. It depends on the person. You could also pull off like I gotta take my dog to the vet. If you have like an animal lover. As yeah, a, you got to know your audience. As a boss, that one. yeah, you got to be like, uh, just got to go in. It's not feeling good, and then and then you come in the next day and you just be like, yeah, I thought it was going to be you know 150 bucks, but 412 dollars later, whew, you know how that hits you, and you're just like, whatever whatever number that you're gonna, and what, that's a legit number because whatever you take an animal into the vet, it's never it's never 99 dollars in a handshake. It's 200 and Fourteen dollars, and you're just like, oh, God damn it! When yeah. it's really, when your animal's really sick, you're like, God damn it! Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I've used food poisoning before. That's a good one. That's a that's real a good, good one, one. That ex- to your point, Jeff. That's a good one that explains why you weren't feeling bad when you left at five o'clock the day. And that's a good. Day. And that's a good twenty-four hour one. Yeah, and then you're better in a day. Yeah. Um, you know, the- of of the food poisoning category, alcohol poisoning that doesn't go over as well. <laughs> With your right. with your employer, yeah, I guess I got alcohol poisoning. <laughs> Turns out I'm allergic to, to drinking a whole a three quarters of a quart of whiskey. Yeah, I was poisoned. Oh. <laughs> so there's those two. Um, I I have used the my car is in the shop. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's uh, a yeah vehicle sick. Yeah, vehicle sick. Mm-hmm. And then good. there's uh, what I I've used once is uh, migraines. Mm. Oh. And the good news about using the migraines is once you've established that you get migraines, you can use that to your advantage for years at that job. Mm-hmm. You can even get out of going to meetings by saying, man, I've had a migraine going on. I'm just going to lay down in the equipment room for a half hour. In the, <laughs> the that's there. This, this goes back to Richard just wanted to go lay down someplace. <laughs> yeah, that's, again, through lines. I, I'm telling a story. Who, who's sleeping on the old copier? <laughs> <laughs> he gets migraines, I guess, or he's he hungover. Who, who, who's nestled in a stack of la- old laptops? <laughs> I, I do appreciate just also the general, huh, you know, 24-hour bug. What are you going to do? It, it, it exactly lined up with the time that I had to be at work and then was gone. Right. <laughs> what are you going to do? Let's don't look at my Instagram. And then don't look at my Instagram. This is the last time for Richard to shine. Yeah, so my last one is the feeling of dread that you get in your house when everyone else in the house has gotten sick so far, has gotten sick Mm -hmm. with something, and so far you're not sick yet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Again, maybe this is is less a case with you, Jeff, because it's only one other person who's going to get sick, so you never really know if it's... He gets cat scratch fever every once in a while. Yeah, I get hairballs if the cat gets (laughs) hairballs. That's true. You, You could... 
I, I know you've got you've had your battles with worms as we all have <laughs> um but like, like with with having two kids and my wife here with us you can sort of see it's like a bad serial killer movie you can see it coming down you see jason coming yeah. down the the wooded path for you mm-hmm. and it's moving slowly but he's going to get there before yeah. you get a chance to escape it's like the just when sack. you think that you're out <laughs> whammo that's when you get it's when you get whacked yeah yeah that's uh rough it's a hitman who's uh just laconic and uh just taking his time he's gonna yeah, get Ant- anton, anton sugar is coming for you <laughs> yeah. exactly this is a that Dutch boy. Yeah. do you well the and the eve is it seems like he seems to be waiting uh in this or it's almost like in a in an older martial arts film where um the bad guys all take their turn to beat up on Bruce Lee. <laughs> right. No one ever gets it all at the same time. You're right. It's always like spread out a day or two. Yeah. And were, were you to be sick simultaneously, then perhaps you wouldn't have to be taking care of all of them. But no, your reward at the end of the line uh, for all your nurse duties. <laughs> so no wonder I just want to lay down. That's all I want to do. I've been taking care of other sick people for the rest yeah. of the last yeah. week. Uh, well, uh, this has been a fun topic, and I'm certainly glad uh, fun. we got to discuss it. Fun. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. Been... I, hope, I hope everybody out there Great. is happy and healthy, and I know sick in this yeah. uh, context is a bigger deal for a lot of people, so believe us when we say we're not taking it lightly and are referring to the common cold for the most part. So um going to toss out a few choices that I like. Young ones, anytime somebody mentions that show, it brings it back. The uh, punk rock TV was uh, never better than that. Um, and I can uh, really relate to Richard's tales of the the TV when you're sick. That was fun to uh, go back in time. Um, boy, you know, I never uh, never knew how much as a kid I liked watching Sly and the Family Stone on the Merv Griffin show. <laughs> Right. <laughs> when I was sick. Well, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned The Land Before Time. That was another show that came on that was just on. Rand, Rand, I don't know when it was on, but I watched way too much of it. Oh, Land of the like Lost? A, yeah, Land of the Lost. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, the, any Sid Marty Croft or, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes even like during a sick week, they would have like the um, – I don't know, you know, like a, a, it'd be like Marx Brothers week or something on during the day or, or, uh, so yeah, the TV while you're sick. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, as a person who, uh, is taking a break, 10 year break from alcohol, NyQuil is, NyQuil is a party for me. <laughs> so <laughs> when I, when I do that, I'm always afraid I'm going to have some kind of horrible relapse or something like that. Cause that's a pretty heavy pretty heavy doobies uh, you're smoking with that stuff um and why don't we just because i felt so much empathy for you hoping that everyone will leave you alone um let just set me on the ice flow and put me off <laughs> into right the long good night uh so i think that's for my right i think i got think, it I think, yeah uh you guys i Everybody out there, please be healthy and be safe and practice Absolutely. all the social distancing and hand washing and avoiding of all the people because uh, we need every one of our listeners that we can get. Um, as we and, watch listenership dwindle as people stop listening on the way to work or oh, yeah. at work, <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, we appreciate it, each and every one of you that's 
<clears throat> each and every one of you that's doing their dishes right now. Yeah, yeah. Even you if know. you find five minutes when you're walking your dog to listen yeah. to this crummy or, podcast and then or, never pick it up again. Oh, yeah. bless you. Or just oh, download. guys, I'm feeling a little. Oh, no. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> right. This has been the, the weather. <laughs> Mount Rushmore of, I, oh, I thought we were all faking sick. Uh, this has been the Mount Not Rushmore. Not me. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't faking. Not faking of being sick. I, as always, am Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. Yay. Yay. We made a thing. We did a thing. We did a culture.